Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tell Up With Tootie. I'm here with my amazing co-host, Kevin Mumphrey. Hi, Kev. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Fantastic. I'm so happy to see you, Kev. For people, well, you know, just to enlighten people that are listening to us, we usually tape our shows. Um, we do a few episodes at a time sometimes, and I we haven't been able to uh, do as much episodes because I've been traveling. So I miss your beautiful face, Kev. Yeah, you've been on a, the, quite a few airplanes, haven't you? I, oh my God, don't even go there. The last one. <laughs> the last one. And we talk a lot, guys. Like, we talk, like, often, so he knows exactly what's going on, even though he couldn't see me. But, yeah, that last... I That was a journey, that last one coming... Oh my God, it's annoying. I think if you fly enough, you have one of those situations. Oh my God, I haven't half. when that was my, that was my second trip because I came back and I, I was at home for a few days, right? Like maybe two, three days and I have to go back about to Miami anyway. So I went back to Colombia and it was kind of like nice. It was energizing. I brought my daughter with me. It was pretty cool. I saw my classmates and I, I enjoy it. It was, it was a good time. How long has it been since the last time you've been to Colombia? Uh, 2018. 2018 was the last time. And I actually brought with me a group of friends. Um, and we had a, a pretty good time. It was, it was, it was good. Wait, times. so was this the first time you had your daughter with you in Colombia? No, she's been traveling with me since she's months old. So she goes back and forth with me all the time. So, like, how's kind of, like, how, how, like, she was born in the U.S., so I think her experience is somewhat different. Does she kind of connect with Colombia? A hundred percent. And that's something that is super important for me. Um, you know, as Hispanics is, um, and I, 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 I think that I'm going to speak, hopefully for all of us, we uh, embrace family and our culture in, in a great level. So um, for me to show her where I'm coming from and, and have her in contact with my people and speaking our language and um, is super, super important. So yes, 100%. And she is a, a baby. She's been around my culture and is very comfortable about it. And not only around my culture, you know, um, I make extra sure that she knows exactly where I'm coming from. And I am coming from a very, very, very humble area. <laughs> so she's seen where you grew up and everything. A hundred percent. And not only that, she also have seen like a really impacted areas from my city. Uh, um, when I go back, I like, I enjoy doing charity work and I, I always done it. Um, so you know, somehow donating my time um, in my field, you know, it's something that it, it doesn't, it's not common in my country and they need a lot um, education when it comes to um, mental illness and uh, disabilities. So uh, I donate my time when I'm, when I'm there or I do charity work and I have her around people. I usually take a day to do that when I'm with her and 
that's something that we enjoy and it's it's kind of like our mom and, and daughter thing we got to do that this time also and I pick a day and this time since she's a teenager um so my my energy has switched and you know I don't switch what do you mean switch because before I was more focused on with my career you know what I mean my career oriented and kind of donated my time but now that she's growing I feel that it's super important for for her to to realize the benefit of being in the U.S. and in and how different you know kids and, and teenagers now live you know in in different parts of the world so um I'm more inclined to to show her. Uh, I 100% feel that you know nobody's gonna be compassionate of other people's pain or or uh, experiences if they not immerse themselves in in their own experience. And what better form of doing that that just get yourself, you know, your hands dirty and going back into these impacted areas and, and try to make friends and listen to their stories and, and, and just help, you know, just help. So I, this time I pick a family uh, of, of uh, eight kids uh, and um, follow them out of the house. And they, there was like four girls, four girls still living with mom and dad and this really really impacted area of my city and and we went and we spent uh quite the afternoon with them and and you know and I helped them you know economically or whatever but the whole point of of picking this this family was because they were like their their daughters were like the age of my daughter now close to uh 13 17 15 and I think 14 years old. And um, how'd you find this family again? I found it through uh, a friend back in Colombia. So um, I picked it, I found it, and I went there, and it was just pretty cool. We found uh, amazing experiences. She enjoyed, she got to see, to talk to these girls, and to hang out. Um, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So you think she kind of will probably keep up with them? Um, I got their contacts and, you know, their family, of course. Um, maybe. i hopeful. I hope so. I hope she, you know, she realizes that. She, in, she enjoys. She enjoys uh, being around them and just hanging out. It's completely different. It's, it's a total humbling experience. Um, I mean, it's not because she's my daughter, but she is. She is so cool. Like she is so adaptable, and that's something that I love about her. She doesn't get surprised about anything, luxury or poverty. Everything to her is the same, and it's something that I love. And I hope she um, she keeps that, and hopefully, she teaches that to her kids. So, what made you go to Colombia this time? What made me go back? Uh, I needed to um, get together with some family, you know, uh, about the recent events that happened in my life. You know, my 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 father passed away uh, not long ago, in October. So um, I needed kind of like to go back there and kind of like you know face that side of the family and you know kind of like get together and put some closure to that. 
And I was also going to see my classmates for our graduation anniversary. Don't ask me how many years. <laughs> and Don't ask me neither because I haven't gone to one of them yet. <laughs> uh, it's a big double digits. <laughs> Let's just do that. And I was also, uh, also going to meet this family that, you know, that we got to see. Uh, actually, you know, uh, Shakira has a big foundation, you know, P.S. Descalzos over there. And uh, through a friend that uh, lived close by that foundation, I found this family. So it was pretty cool. So how is a class reunion in Colombia? Oh, my God. Everything in Colombia is so extense. First of all, we've been planning. We've been planning for this forever. I was going to go over there in May, but then the political unrest happened, and then COVID kind of like exploded. So I have to switch my flight, and it was intense. So I decided to move before November and got everything all together. How? What happened? How is um, a reunion? Oh, it's like everything, super big. Do you know these memes um, you often see online when people are like, oh my God, you feel like hostage going to a Hispanic gathering? It's, yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs> you feel hostage. It, it starts off as a party and you end up realizing you're a hostage. Uh, actually, actually, it happens. Um, we started with dinner. So we did dinner, and then after that, you know, after people have, like, a, a couple of glasses of Chardonnay, everybody's like, okay, let's, let's go somewhere. So after that, we went uh, to a club. I haven't gone to a club, let alone in Colombia, for so long. Uh, I wanted to dance, and everybody else wanted to dance too. I haven't danced, like actually dance, Kevin, because Amer Americans don't dance. You know what I mean? So I haven't. We don't dance. What, what do you mean we don't? No, dance? you guys don't dance. You guys do like this two-step little situation. I don't know. You guys do your thing. You have fun, but I mean, like dancing. You know what I mean? Like salsa dancing, like you know, dancing. So. Uh, I wanted to dance. Everybody wanted to dance. So we just went out to a club and we just started dancing or whatever. And then after that, because, you know, where the area that where we, where we were, it was near my, my apartment. So we ended up in my apartment until, I, I don't know, four or five o'clock in the morning. It doesn't sound like a reunion. This sounds more like hanging out <laughs> with old friends. Yes, we are all friends. We are all friends. I mean, we know each other since we but were Yeah, some of those, like... Um, those people you went to high school with, you probably back then didn't really look much, look think much of. But then, like, whoa, you really came up. Oh, that, that would be me. I would say so. They, they probably would. They would. They probably. They would probably say that. No, no, go ahead and break. Go ahead. That would be me. No, I. I was really, really skinny, very skinny. So the the you saw the looks. <laughs> Oh, well, it's not that I haven't seen them. Like, I see them all the time. Well, you know, we usually get together in Zoom, and we have always been in contact. So we do, like, Zoom gatherings, Zoom parties. So we we actually have been keeping so up. you really are, like, just old friends. Yes. 
I mean, yeah, you know, we know the things like, like I mentioned before, I think in past episodes, I went to a military school, so it's different. I know these people since, since they were kids. And we I'm know guessing your class too. is a lot smaller. What is it? I'm guessing your class is a lot smaller. Mm, I, when I graduated, it was like maybe 42, 43 kids. Well, but uh, the entire class, I mean, the, it was like 200 kids, I would say so. Something like And you're like cool that. with about 200 of them? Uh, we are cool about like 40 of them. That sounds 40. about right. Yeah, 40 of us, you know, we have to keep, keep in touch. I think my graduating class was about three, 360. 360? I'm probably cool with four. Four? One, like one major, one is even he actually showed up like the last some before like one semester, semester and a half, and we've been friends ever since. But everyone else is like, I was more cool with like people who were seniors a year before me, or certain people who was there like a year after me. People in my class, if I see them in the street, hey, how you doing? Roll my window up and keep it moving. Yikes. Whereas, unfortunately, there's people in life that are meant to be just for like short period of time. And absolutely for a season. Yes. And some others for a lifetime. I, I hope we continue to be friends and as close as we are until we are like completely older and decrepit. <laughs> the way I will say it. I feel like y'all are because y'all, again, y'all been friends for years. So y'all are yeah. in a certain way in, in each other's lives. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, we definitely in each other's life. Like, we have a WhatsApp group, and and it's it's almost like it's almost like we never like we have stop a group checks with yes. your classmates. Yes, and they are insanely outrageous. These people are insane. They're so inappropriate. I don't even have an email. No, we have each other. So we FaceTime each other all the time. It's it's almost like it's almost like I'm there. Yeah, it, it it's it's quite amazing. So a lot of people ask me like, oh, how many friends do you have like here? You know, usually when I make like, I don't know, new friends. I actually don't have much friends like here. Like I know a lot of people in America. Like I know a lot of people because I am like a social butterfly. You're too, but- of course, of course you do. <laughs> But like friends, friends that I consider like my friends, my brothers, very few here in America I found. And, but back in Colombia, it's like, you know, I got my, my crew and, and we are in contact and we talk to each other. And, and like, it's like, you know, like I was there. So, and it's pretty funny because, you know, the boys are insane and inappropriate and outrageous. Like they never grew up. They never got married. They never have kids. It's like, they are the same exact thing. So sounds sometimes, like me. <laughs> sometimes it gets so intense that as girls, there's only four girls. And as girls, we have our own little group different from our main chat. And that's where we, we talk about like our own things and stuff. And girl stuff. Now, the the four girls. Have y'all dated any of these guys that y'all were in school with? That's in this WhatsApp chat at all? Uh, no, no. Well, that would take away the awkwardness of it. Yeah, no. Um, it is. It's different. Like we know these people for so long, and I get that question all the time because um, 
I went with all guys, right? So everybody expects that it was going to be like crushes and stuff. But no, it actually didn't happen. Not in my group of friends. I mean, you, you, um, you hear, you know, gossip here and there, maybe a little bit, but it was with people that usually I didn't, I didn't hang out with. But there was feel like the progression, like you've known these people for a while. You know, maybe one grew up and get some muscles in places that you like for them to have them. <laughs> oh my it would Lord. be natural. Yes, I, 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 will, I would think so. But you also see the other side of the spectrum, which is like growing up with somebody who's annoyed the heck out of you the entire time. You see them being extremely comfortable with you, like body, you know, comfortable with you. Uh, and and just, just like like growing up with your brother and sister. I, I, I that's the closest. You know them too well. Yeah, I, I, that's the closest. I don't have any brothers and sisters, but I, I, that's the closest that I would say when you like, get super annoying it's way too comfortable you just like you're disgusting you just i don't like to the point where they like burp in your ear just to annoy you not only burping like there was worse things happening there and that was i think we'll leave it at that yes so like no they are they were definitely no uh, romance material Uh -uh uh-uh absolutely no but we had an amazing time we actually had a great time we always do though and i got together with all of them and then I also got to it with only the girls and we just actually got to it in my place and it was it was pretty cool. I think it's great that you all have this this bond, this kind of friendship that yeah. I mean it it's been strong in the fact that you're in another country. Yes. And yet you two are still just y'all just as tight as if you were there. A hundred percent. it's like I wake up I wake up in the morning here. Uh, and it's already, you know, because we have a time difference and I go to the chat and everybody's like, good morning, good morning, what are you guys doing? And it's like, we're talking about each other's life, like we are there. And with something happen, like everybody's like there, like supporting. And it's pretty cool. It's actually, uh, it's actually pretty cool. It's something that I haven't seen here as much. And I, I, ho- I'm, I know that, you know, it's in, it happens, but it's, it's not as often. And that's something that I probably will miss. But I, in a sense, I miss it, but I don't because I, I still have it. But it would be like really nice like to see it around. Like my daughter, I hope she uh, can I know, cultivate these type of friendships. That would be cool. Now, this is your first trip in Colombia, I guess, post-COVID, right? Yes. How Holy. does Colombia look post-COVID? Wow. A lot of paperwork to fill out. I can tell you that much. <laughs> It was intense. By a lot, meaning like the type of paperwork you fill out to buy a house here, that type of paperwork? Well, no, not that, not to that extent, but there's a lot of links. Oh, going to this link, you have to fill this up and you have to take a screenshot and you have to show it to the, you know, uh, when you get to the country to the customs or whatever. Oh my God, it's a lot. It's just a lot. And the stress, how people travel nowadays, is just intense. And, and you hear it like, um, like people are like, you hear more about people fighting on planes. Like, does it feel tense flying now? I didn't see any fights, thank God. But yes, you, you, you sense like the tension. People are so tense and annoying about the mask. And, and, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite, it was quite a journey. Um, it was just quite a journey. Once I was there, um, also the way you know people approach you is just different to see like my city people like wearing masks it's so hot over there it's so humid 
and and you know you adapt yourself. I didn't even think about that. Humidity and a mask. Oh my God, it was that that to me was just intense. So humid over there, Kev. It's like sweating. It is is. Can you imagine? Can you just tell me a humid place like this over here? Probably the south. Yeah, yeah. We we get humid here in uh, Tennessee, but that's just in the summer, and it's like deep in the summer, like July into June, July. Because I like the humid. Because I I'll, I'll go out walk and jog. Because I'm a I'm a sweat out whatever I ate the night before. It's disgusting. I find it. Oh, I, I am disgustingly sweaty. <laughs> oh my god, I can, I can. Like, I am. I'm pretty much a honey smoked ham. What is honey? What what is that? Honey. Well, oh well, I probably say it's turkey. I I just kind of threw words together there. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, it's super intense. Like having the mask. Uh being super aware of of how what everything is going on oh my god going going back to um like i i live in, in a really secure area and in my building is like super secure so now like extra security it is is super intense they it's just it, it was crazy and the whole like you have to get your set tested the, the way coming back it, it was intense it was intense definitely but we had a great time we had a great and amazing time she had my daughter had an amazing time i ate oh my god at eight like you wouldn't believe it was it was insane what's, it was what, what's columbia eating my region in my i can talk about my region like my region we eat a lot of seafood so i love seafood and it's fresh because we are by the ocean. So um, a lot of fish and a lot of plantains and a lot of coconut rice, a lot of coconut things and shells and all this crab. And Not here in lobster. hamburgers. No, we are no big, like, no, we are not big in hamburgers. No. Fried chicken. <laughs> we do have fried chicken. Yes. Um, I actually have a place over there that I like. Uh, we do have fried chicken. You know, you know, here we have like a franchise, like the McDonald's, Burger King, things like that. I don't think, do they have stuff like that in, in Colombia? Um, I think there's one. I think there's one franchise that I actually, actually like. Please yes. tell me it's not Starbucks. No, we do have one Starbucks that I saw over there going over there. What? I, and I wanted to kind of like, I think it was a Starbucks that I saw over there, and I wanted to die when I saw. So they're it. they're taking over. Yeah, I think I saw a Starbucks over there. Let me see if that was a Starbucks or it was a, a Juan Valdez. No, 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 no. It wasn't a Starbucks. It was a Juan Valdez. Sorry. Yeah, it wasn't a Starbucks. Oh, it was a Juan Valdez. Oh, I was not expecting that. Yes, but it's kind of like the same thing, kind of like a Starbucks thingy. It's, it was. Listen, I don't know. Walbucks. Juan Valdez, it's just, you just, I don't know. I, I, anyway. Out of everything that could have traveled there, a Walmart. Oh my God. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so I, like, I know Walmarts everywhere. I just didn't ex expect you know, it in Columbia. There's, there's, no, there's not a Walmart there. There's not a Walmart there. <laughs> I was like, if I took a trip there and so I'd have took a picture just no, so But I you know what? That is a freaking McDonald's. 
Okay, I would have expected that. There is a McDonald's there. And I the and passion I, in your face right now. Is I <laughs> I you know, and it's literally like around the block from my building. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? And and it was so funny because Was it there in 2018? Um I think so. I think it was there, or maybe not. I think it was there in 2018, but I didn't see it. But this time I, I needed to go to the bank. So I went walking, I went around, I saw it. And I am, um, I was hanging out, you know, whatever. I, I have, I was hanging out with somebody who's never been to a McDonald's. So we were going back. And then she, uh, she tells me, like, oh my God, I've never been to a McDonald's. Have you ever been to a McDonald's? And I looked at her with this like face, like, no. I've never been to a McDonald's. When am I going to go to a McDonald's? I'm here in Colombia. And she's like, yeah, I've never been to a McDonald's, you know. And I'm just like, no, I've never been to a McDonald's. I've actually never been to a McDonald's. I've heard there's like this vacation rule. What is it? When you go somewhere, you don't eat where you can eat at home. Right? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm technically, I'm actually home when I'm going there. So I eat everything that I can eat over there. <laughs> You're the glitch in the matrix, as we say. <laughs> yes. There's a gray spot for every rule. <laughs> I'm a little loophole. Uh, when I'm over there, I embrace everything. I try to do everything that I did as I was growing up. I try to go to the same places I went in the same spots. And, you know, things have changed. Oh, my God. Talking about COVID. Um, one of the ladies that, you know, since I'm a, a kid, my mother used to take me to uh, this, uh, like, juice, like, we're big in, like, fruit juice, like, like, actually fruit, you know, juices. That sounds healthier, yes. Oh, my God, so amazing. And my mother, my mother been take, taking me to this little hole in the wall, like, in downtown, the downtown area in the old city. Um, and I've been going over since I'm a child, since I'm younger than my daughter. And I remember, and, you know, always going there. I, as I moved to the U.S., when I, come, when I go back, I go back to the same place. And then this, uh, this couple, and they knew me and, you know, they used to know my daughter and, and everything. So I went back and it was only him. And... It was just kind of like, hi, how is, how is your wife? And, da, da, da. and he looked at me with his sadness in his eyes. And yeah, you know, she passed away. That was one of the things that COVID oh, took that from him. Awful. Yeah. So that was sad. It was just that, yeah, COVID and, yeah, took that from him. So that was, that was pretty, pretty sad. And he actually like maybe realized like how, you know, how impacted the entire world is with this huge pandemic that it was, yeah, it was sad. Now does seeing it from another part of the world yeah. kind of affects your thinking of it a bit? You know, I am, I was very aware, you know, before, but it, it, even here, you know, you live in such a capsule in your own little bubble, like you take care of yourself and you, uh, you know, you, you are aware of what is going on, but almost like it's not touching you. You know, you try to be safe, but like going back and, and seeing it like that is just, it was kind of like touching in a little, 
emotional, I will say. It's, it's definitely different, you know, you, a lot of people uh, struggling with the daily, you know, day by day living. And a lot of businesses close, things that um, I used to see, like, you know, like my, my jeweler, you know, is I had a, I have a jeweler, you know, that usually like I love gold and my mother used this jeweler and I used it throughout the years too. And I go back and the, this father they had in downtown is no longer there. They have to, you know, change for something smaller at a, in, a, in a different area. Like still in downtown, but in a different area. Things like that, that, you know, that is change you know people have to adapt and a lot of people lost everything at least they were able to you know survive but businesses that were there set for years for generations you know and gone um is was quite emotional to see and it's kind of like that that family tradition like were you able to get your daughter any sort of jewelry from Yes, everything that she had, it was made by, you know, by one of their, one of their crafters, for sure. Like, like, most of my stuff, like my, you know, my earrings, or my mother's rings, my daughter's, you know, second set of hoops, because, you know, now she's older, so she have a different set now. And, yeah, everything made by them. So... Like I know, I like that like to personal touch as far as with your jewelry and everything because people don't really think. Well, no, I don't. I don't. I'm not really a jewelry person, but I think it kind of carries more of an impact. You've got this certain person that has done it. Yeah, his name is Eric, and I love him. He's been, you know, he did. Oh my God, my little hoops when I was little. So he's older now. You know, I am a young lady so he's way older now but he did my <laughs> he did my earrings and he did my daughters and he has transformed a few things that i have um yeah now, is it normal there or is it like something y'all just kind of like is it like a youth thing or is that a colombian thing um you know my mother always liked gold since I remember, and she always used them. Uh, so I kind of grew up with them. I don't know if we, yeah, you know, we, we like, you know, I don't know. And I like my, my personal touch with anything. I actually went back. When I went back with my friends in 2018, I took some of my friends and they actually, you know, did some stuff over there with them too. I, I kind of like it. I don't know. Maybe it's a me thing. And I know them for so long and just like to have my own little tootie touch and everything. And I love 18 karat gold. So tootie over here. Touch. I don't know like <laughs> you guys over here you have like 14 karat. I did. Oh my God. Yes. I had so much fun. And that was like right after like, I came here for um, what? Like three, four days and I have to go back because I went to, um, I went to a wedding. So I don't even remember you being back. I just remember you going to Miami. I was back for like three, four days. I worked a little bit for three, four days. I needed to work for like three, four days. And um, I went back 
to Miami and I saw some other classmates. Actually, one of my classmates was getting married. So that was such a good time. That was totally an experience. Oh my God. It, that, was, that, was, that was good. So how did they get like the other classmates involved in this wedding? Uh, the ones that were able to travel, they did. And we just like hang out. It was just like pretty cool because we saw each other twice, I guess. <laughs> so like, uh, like did the ones who weren't able to travel, did they like zoom in? No, they didn't zoom in because we were all busy at the wedding and nobody was going to like sit back there with a computer or FaceTime the entire time. But we were definitely like sending videos in the chat and, and they were like, you know, interacting with us the entire time. But it was it was fun. It was definitely fun. We need to do um, we need to do another episode for that one. I think that's beautiful that like you can't like you all just kind of kept each other. Y'all always find a way to keep each other in the loop. A hundred percent. I think it's super important. You know, when when you find, you know, your people, your tribe in life, it's so difficult to find your tribe, right? To find uh, people that actually connect with you, your brotherhood, your sisterhood. So, um, I think loyalty and respect and just being able to keep that friendship, that brotherhood and sisterhood is super, super important. And if you find it, just keep it and embrace it and respect it and treasure it because um, finding, you know, your family outside of family is, is, is can be priceless. You ever see those like um, high school Almost like TV show where there's like group high school group of friends that always go to these like little adventures together and they kind of grow up together. Yes, it's kind of like but that. You got that. Yes, <laughs> I'm so I I I'm very blessed. I am very I consider myself very very blessed because um again I for somebody who doesn't have any brothers and sisters I think I have a lot. I have a, a huge group, a big group, and. They're so cool and protective and, you know, and, and they're part of your life. And it's just, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to have something. And we joke around and we have so much fun and we're part of each other's life. And it's cool. It's cool. So, so I think, when I met you, I assumed you were in Miami. You just have a Miami personality. You know what? Everybody says that Miami is not my thing. I actually can... You know, if I can avoid it, I will. <laughs> what is it about Miami that's just kind of off-putting for you? The whole vibe, the whole, you know, uh, player vibe that the entire city carries is it's something that I don't vibe with. I don't know. You know, everybody expects me to be like, you know, because I'm like so outgoing, I would say. You know, for some people who think that I'm super outgoing or whatever. But that I will... Um, like and enjoy that type of energy. I quite don't. I actually enjoy the opposite of it, very much so. And Miami is just that. It's just player. It's just like, you know, womanizer. It's just like in the game all day, every day. And, and you know, it's just tiring. Like, um, 
I mean, it's fun, some spaces. Like I went with my friend and, and she insisted and then she wanted to change my mind when it comes to Miami. She, she was like, we're going to have some fun and we, you, we you just have to just change your mind and whatever. And I told her, so, you know, it's not the first time that I'm here. Like I've been coming over here for so long now, but, you know, okay, let's just, I, I, I would be a little more open. So it happens to be um, an art um, thing in Miami. I forgot the the name of it, but um, everybody was in Miami, and it was like a big deal, a big event. Everybody was there. So we went out, and you know we got involved with a lot of locals, and you know we had a good time. Yeah, but. Uh, it, it is something that you know that I like I will go for oh let's go to Miami um art art basil art basil was a thing over there when I was there so. okay yeah, I've heard of that yeah I mean the whole entire city was I mean I had a good time I end up you know had a private concert meeting the artists backstage and it was just you know it was a good time it was a good time but yeah, you know, it's just, it was a good time because I was with my friends, I was hanging out, but it's, am I going to go out of my way to, oh my God, let's go to Miami for a weekend? No. It's just, and guys are so bold, it's like going back to Colombia. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> so you're a single woman yes. in Miami at a wedding. I'm sure oh. some guys tried to shoot their shot. Listen, if I can just tell you what happened, this was... <laughs> I love them. I love you guys. I 100% love my friends, but you know, sometimes they can be funny. Um, it was this guy over there, this particular guy that was single too, and everybody was like enticing this guy towards my singlehood. And oh my Lord, it was intense because at some point I, I think I, yeah, I, they were like misleading this poor guy and I'm like no I can we just like leave me alone like I'm here in in another vibe okay I didn't came over here with any you know I am no part of the wedding <laughs> it's just leave me alone but it was kind of no, like that's funny. a normal thing for um women like I mean us men we don't really I mean we do kind of look out we try to see, like, uh, did you bring some cute... We look for the bridesmaids. We, we definitely do that. It, it was funny because my friend, the groom comes to me and he's like, um, that guy right there is... And then he kind of, like, give me, like, a debrief of, of the qualities that this, this handsome fellow had. You know what I mean? He's like, it's this, 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 and he's being this, 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 this. this. He like, gives me, like, a, a synopsis of everything. And I'm like, okay. And I look at him. I say, no. <laughs> I he gave you the, um, the man facts, as we say. Oh, yeah. No, he was just like, kind of like reciting everything. And I'm like, no, I came over here in a completely different vibe. But then the, the constant teasing, like being the single one. Uh, yeah, literally the single one at the event. Well, me and my, my plus one was my, my girlfriend from here. <laughs> So it's like everybody's kind of like, oh my god! But look, but so and so he's so handsome. But look at this! But look at that's like no, just leave me alone. Like make me feel like I can do this on my own. Like I got this. I got it. 
it's, it's all good. It just has to Did you feel somewhat awkward being the single person at, at the wedding? I didn't feel like it. I just, they were just like teasing me the entire time. And then this poor fellow, like, I, I get them because they're annoying and I know them forever, but he didn't get them. So he kind of like took them. He took them by serious, I guess. <laughs> so I remember that we went back to the hotel and he wasn't even staying in our hotel. And he went back to the hotel with us in our bus. And then everybody's like teasing me and kind of like teasing him. And he was kind of like sitting down, like really close from my spot at the bus. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys are so Were you just kind of like awkwardly sitting there? Yeah, well, my friend was sitting next to me. So I'm like, oh my God, you guys are so annoying. And I'm like, just like laughing it off or whatever. But I did when we went back, we got to get, we were going to get to the back, uh, the pool, the whole entire like wedding reception or whatever. And us, all of us staying at the same hotel. We're going to get together. At, I thought at some point that he was going to like get off from his hotel. And he didn't. So I'm like, okay, this is now getting awkward. So we went back to my hotel and he's like there. I'm like, okay. So I had this like long gown. Okay. I went back to my room and I'm like, I'll be right back. I went back to my room. I took off my gown. I, you know, took my sweet time. I did my hair, I redid my makeup. I listen, I took all the sweet time in the world. And everybody was like, Are you coming down? Are you coming down? So like, yes, yes, I'm coming down, I'm coming down. It took me like an hour. Then an hour later I come down. I knew, you know what I mean? Like very be gone by the time that I go downstairs. Yes, and he was gone. So he was just like, everybody was like, oh my God, why did you, you came sooner? So and so was here. And I'm like, you know, you guys leave me alone. You guys are annoying. Poor guy, leave me alone. Yeah, they are, they are definitely jokesters for sure. Just think, like, I mean, I've been to, a, I've been to many weddings, I've been to a few. That is, like, no one really brings up the fact that I, because I'm usually, if I'm there, I'm going either by myself or with family. I don't think anyone's ever brought that up with me. Yeah, I I wouldn't even thought about it. Now, they do know we're we're definitely looking at the bridesmaids, like I said earlier. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was definitely them. But that's just the way they are. They're so annoying. They can be really annoying. Now I am the you know, I'm the one. Everybody wants to set me up. Everybody wants to like you know. Oh my lord, everything is fine. I guess. I yeah. think uh, your friend likes that story of uh, ideal of you finding your next husband at her at her wedding. I think that would be like a good romantic comedy, but no, it didn't happen. And uh, it wasn't even in the vibe. And, you know, and that was, oh my God, it was, it was completely different. But going back to, you know, um, yeah, it's just guys over there in Miami are just like intense. I remember going back to, um, going to this re restaurant that was like right across my hotel, you know, and I just walking by and, um, it's kind of like a little freeway. I have to cross like a little freeway. So I'm planning, no freeway, like a little highway. You know, like, so I'm like crossing, this, crossing this street. And this SUV just kind of like slow down and just put the windows down. And he, yell, he yells at me like, hey, you're so beautiful. Like, but he's like yelling. Like, I just turn over. Full yell. Yeah, like a full yell. Like a guy, like yelling. Like, so I'm like turning around. Like I'm flattered. I'm like, thank you. And then he yells at me, are you going there to like Don Pan was the, the name of the restaurant? You're going to Don Pan? And I'm like, kind of like nodding, like, but keep walking. 
okay so i go and i do the line was huge so i'm like in the line doing my my thing on my phone and all of a sudden i see this guy behind me and he's like hey i just wanted to let you know that you're really beautiful and i look back and it's the same guy in the that was yelling at me in the car and i'm like looked at him and it's like are you are you the now guy in, in stalker territory yes and i'm like look at him it's like are you the guy in, and he said yes i just needed to stop and say you're beautiful like are you local like you don't you don't look like you're local and i'm like no i'm just visiting but uh like that was random and he was like literally like asking me out and i looked at him and i'm like are you like no i'm like i'm here like i'm gonna be super busy like yeah that's so flattering but but no like like i'm busy but thank you i guess but they're like so bold like here in the bay area you will never see something like that anyway it, it was it was a I don't know, this guy sounds more like a new yorker to me no like well i go to new york a lot and new yorkers are like cat calling a lot of cat call- depends on what part of new york you are but in the yeah Depends on what part of New York, but you're gonna see a lot of, you know, cat calling. But I've never, like, somebody have never in New York, like, stop and just go over there, kind of like follow you, kind of like stalking territory. No, that was insane, but it's just the way they are. But again, just to wrap things up, uh, it was amazing going back to the homeland. It was amazing to get connected with my friends and, and, just relieve all this wonderful experience and yeah i said relief because we have such such a history together so it's gonna like go back and just feel grounded feel at home uh seeing everything uh, from a different perspective having my daughter seeing a little harsh uh, part of reality was amazing and it was all good it was all good i love seeing your beautiful face kev I love being seen. <laughs> and with this, we are wrapping up this episode. Um, I hope everybody had a good time. And we'll see you uh, back soon. Don't forget to subscribe and listen to all of us. We're mainstream and Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, um, um, our radio, and all mainstream. We love you guys. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.